I had certain ideas which I wanted to share, uh, which I think uh, is responsible for something that's happening which is very unusual. The, what we notice is that there's an enormous amount of, of uh, attack, if you want to use that word, uh, on, on Donald Trump. You know, he, he's being persecuted in many ways by the liberal left, uh, you know, uh, even by the Republicans, uh, in name only and, and so on. Uh, and then you have the um, Democrats. And Mueller is certainly one of those uh, ideas which is, of course, threatening the whole, in many ways, the administration of Donald Trump. The question is, we see something arising also lately, and that is this whole investigation against his lawyer, personal lawyer, this guy Michael Cohn. And that in certain ways is more threatening legally uh, than, the whole, uh, than the whole Robert Mueller. So the question is why does all this seem to be happening? Uh, this certainly is unprecedented in the history of America where a person who was duly elected by the Constitution uh, should be so um, uh, you know, reviled and, and, uh, re and, and persecuted by people when he is, like I said, he's a constitutionally elected president. This is certainly unheard of in American history. And the question is why? I had mentioned one reason, because since he, he really in many ways is a messianic figure, as I mentioned, he's a, a Mashiach, he's a Messiah of Edom. And I mentioned that, of course, in the end of time, uh, Edom or Esau has to do tshuva, repentance, and he's that figure. And uh, in many ways, his job is to do what? Is to make America great in order that America should now become, should be held in unbelievable esteem in the entire world. And therefore, if they treat Israel in a certain way, then everybody, of course, will join in that and, 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 and give Israel, the state of Israel, tremendous esteem. But there's something else that he has to do, and that is to enable Israel to grow to stand up and protect Israel as best he can, and of course to defend them against the enemies of Israel, which of course is the, the UN, in many ways Europe, uh, certainly the uh, Jihad Arabs, and many other uh, foes of, of the state of Israel. That's a very important job. So the, the question is why is he being so persecuted and attacked by so many people? And I think what the answer really is, is that something, there's something he's doing which is a big mistake. And therefore, I consider this the third era of Donald Trump. I already said the first two. What is that era? <clears throat> you know, there was once many, many years ago when Baron Kotlov was alive <clears throat> and he was running uh, a BMG-based Medrisk Voya, which of course is uh, in Lakewood, New Jersey. And the, the, the uh, city of, uh, of St. Louis, I think, this goes back a long way, 67, maybe 60, 70 years ago. And the, uh, the city of St. Louis wanted to open a koilel. And um, he, of course, and they asked him to send guys for an entire, you know, zman, a whole, uh, you know, semester, uh, to be able to do that and so on, you know. In any case, so Rabban Kotla had to choose from amongst the, all the students of his yeshiva 
obviously he had to choose people. So he went over to one, a person, and he said, I want you to go to St. Louis for six months, or whatever, you know. And the person said, I mean, who wants to go to St. Louis, right? And he was going to do it to help the yeshiva, you know, get, get on its feet, so to speak. Or the koila get on its feet. So what happened? <clears throat> so this particular student said to Rabban Kotler, he said, what do you mean? Why me? Like, you've got other guys, you know, I mean, he had obviously spoke with tremendous respect, the Rashiva, you know, but he asked him essentially, you know, why do I have to go? Why can't you send somebody else? You know, I got all my chavuses set up. I have my whole, uh, you know, learning partners set up. I have my plan, you know, so why do I have to go for? You know, it's a, it's a tremendous uh, inf in interference, in my whole plan for this next uh, semester, the next month. So Rabban Kotler looked at him and he said a very profound concept. What, was the, what did he say? He said, you, you have to go, why? In a must. In Yiddish means, you must go. And he said, why? Because you can do the job that they need. That's what he said. You have to do it because you can do the job. What was he really saying? It's a very profound concept. What he was saying is that, you know, God gives us gifts. He gives us capacities, talents, and so on. Why? Why does he do it? He doesn't have to do it. Remember, we're zeros when we're born, you know, and God decides everything that you will be, rich or poor, sick or, or healthy, you know what I'm saying, tall or short, you know what I'm saying, and also how intelligent you are. He decides everything. We don't come in this world with anything that hasn't been given to us by God, by the Rabbanu Shalom. So obviously, if he gives somebody a tremendous talent, then there's an obligation for that person, a responsibility, to use it in that sense, you see. And, and, he, and, and Rabbanu Kotl, of course, was right. Since you can go and help that koila grow, you have the capacity, well, whoever the person was, you had the dynamic skills to really wake up that place and really, you know, uh, get, get that place, uh, uh, you know, flying and so on. You have to go because that's why God gave you these skills. To enhance Torah, to make sure to promote religion, Judaism, you know. And not only that, but also it's the right thing to do. Righteousness. That's a very important idea. And therefore, when we think about that, there's something that's happening where Trump is making a tremendous mistake. Although he's sort of like half and half. What is that? I mean, we've seen in the past, a whole year what he's done in many ways, is incredible, magnificent job. There's no question. But there's something that he's doing which is wrong. And I feel that's why God is threatening him. That's why God is in many ways allowing people to rip him apart. And I believe it will continue unless he understands what the problem is. What is the problem? You know, Abraham Lincoln said, as far as I remember, America is the last great hope of mankind. What does that mean? And he was right. What that means is that not only in terms of the success of a nation to prosper and flourish, and also you know, to do the right and be fair to everybody, you know, equality under the law and so on, he's right. But I feel he meant also something beyond that. There's an enormous amount of evil in the world. People are constantly trying to destroy, or dictatorships to destroy their people. 
And America has the ability to stop them. Maybe not so much in those days, but today, uh, what Trump has to understand is that er must weil er kennt. In other words, it's one thing for Iran, and I feel this is a major reason why he's being persecuted and threatened. It's one thing for Iran <clears throat> to treat its own people with terrible state, the, the, the economy, I mean the real has just lost about 30% or maybe 40 or 50% of its value. You know, it's one thing that a, a, a dictatorship that practices evil, you know, should make its people suffer. That's one thing. But Iran is far worse than that. Iran is a threat to the stability of the entire planet. And, it, 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 and we see that in terms of the, the development of nuclear weapons, which obviously is a threat to the whole planet, you know. And then there's the missile development. And not only that, they give money to a tremendous amount of evil organizations, Hamas, Hezbollah, and so on, uh, to create havoc in other countries, you see. Now, this should not be tolerated. Righteousness demands, and this is the evil of the United Nations. You know, it's one thing you don't want to interfere in the internal uh, affairs of a nation. And that's worse, that's bad enough, where somebody can you know, treat their people terribly like North Korea and what uh, Basar, uh, Assad has done with Syria. He's killed hundreds of thousands of people and so on, you know. But when a nation begins to go out of its boundaries and destroy the stability of other countries, that nation must be stopped or destroyed. Because you cannot tolerate that type of, uh, that type of uh, event. And it's incredible how the UN does tolerate that. That's why the United Nations is a very evil organization. I don't even want to be around when God punishes them what he's going to do to these guys, you know. You want to make the United Nations, fine. Okay, and it's bad enough you, you don't want to interfere in the internal fears of a nation. But how do you allow nations, a nation, to go and destroy other nations? I mean, you take a look what Iran is doing. You know, they've destroyed Iraq, Lebanon, Syria, and also um, uh, um, there's Hamas, and there's Hezbollah, and also Yemen. Yemen is almost dying, you know. How do you allow that? Not only that, they put these guys on committees for human rights, which itself is beyond belief, you know. <clears throat> so therefore, <clears throat> righteousness demands that you need to interfere with the nation at some point in time. So therefore, <clears throat> um, what Trump really should do, which he's not doing, the United States can destroy Iran if they really want to. Even Israel can destroy Iran. Why doesn't somebody <coughs> confront these people and if they don't change, you take them out. It's not the people of Iran that are doing this, basically. It's the government of Iran. And I believe in that sense, he has failed. Trump has failed to do this. He shouldn't bother even talking to these guys. It's like what he did with North Korea. He challenged North Korea. And guess what? North Korea, if you can believe them, has made a total about face. They want to now join with South Korea. They want to meet with him, of course. Because that's what you do to bullies. You confront them. And if they don't listen, you destroy them. Because, you see. Uh, but what, what Iran is doing is they are destroying the stability of the Middle East. That's a lot of countries that they're doing. And they're doing it without justice. It's incredible what they're doing. It's a true... Te they're using terrorist tactics to do this. 
Uh, so therefore, what the United States should do, forget about the UN. And recently, uh, Emmanuel Macron comes to the United States to what? Because he's trying to convince Trump not to do anything about Iran. Is this guy for the real? Why, do, why are people so foolish? Because all, you know, all he can see is green. You know, the green that's connected with cash. Dollar bills, you know, and so on. Whatever the currency they use and so on. But he doesn't see red. That's the bloodshed that Iran is responsible for. So what do you mean? Since when are you allowed to allow yourself to be corrupted by money? When this guy is killing, when Iran is killing, who knows how many people have died? When one soul of, the, of, of anybody, whether it be Jew or non-Jew, dies because of a criminal act, you know, in many ways you have to mourn. It's incredible. The death of a person and all his potential that he could have been had he lived another 50 years. It's all gone. You see, it's outrageous. So therefore, what, what, uh, what, what Trump should do is confront them, you see. And like I said, what, what, what Europe is interested in cash and money. So that's why they don't want Trump to interfere. But Trump has to understand, it has nothing to do with money. There's a concept called righteousness. And he can destroy Iran. And therefore, he must, not necessarily destroy Iran, but he must confront them, which he says he's going to do. But I'm afraid he's going to backtrack because of Macron and Europe. And all of a sudden he's going to say, well, you know, we need certain, certain guarantees and so on and so forth. But that's not what you do. <clears throat> you don't do that. Because they're not going to stop what they're doing in the Middle East. They're not going to stop threatening Israel. He needs to confront them and say, listen, you need to stop now or we destroy you. It's that simple. We're not going to destroy the people. We are going to destroy you know, all these uh, clerics, all these guys. And believe me, they'll get the message. It's like, what's his name? Kim, Kim Jong-un. You know, he learned it very quickly. You know, uh, who's the real you know, uh, boss, so to speak. <clears throat> so the first thing he's doing that's wrong, <clears throat> you need to confront Iran for the sake of the world's stability. Forget the UN. You know, they're all lackeys. These guys are incredible. Yeah, most of them are criminals and so on. The fact that they allow this to occur, you know. <coughs> and forget about Europe. Oh, well, forget about everybody that does business with Iran. For the sake of the world's stability, uh, Trump should confront them once and for all and say, listen, what you're doing is destroying the world. Slowly. I'm going to stop you. Because that's what righteousness demands. Okay. Now, think about that. He's in there miraculously. Did God put him in just to make deals with all these evil people? No. His job is to defend the world righteousness. And that doesn't mean he has to go into the internal, internal fears of everybody. But he certainly has to confront evil. That's the first thing, which he's not doing. And the second thing is Israel. They are threatening Israel. Now, Israel probably militarily could take them out. But what's important is not that. <clears throat> What he should say to Iran, you constantly are threatening Israel. Israel contributes more to the world than you do, even in your dreams. You don't con con contribute what Israel does in reality. Uh, and not only that, I mean, the world, what, what the world owes Jews is beyond comprehension. You know, what the, what the Jews have contributed, the, the, all the uh, gifts and all these scientific developments and the cultural developments and so on. It's beyond imagination. What he should say to Iran, he says, listen, what he should really do is make a treaty with Israel, like they did with World War I. He said, listen, I'm going to make a treaty with Israel. 
if you threaten Israel or if you attack them, I'm going to wipe you out. And I guarantee you that's the end of the threat to Israel. Why does Trump allow Iran to constantly threaten Israel? It's immaterial if Israel can defend itself. But that mere threat forces Israel to do things that they don't want to do, you see. They don't want to spend billions of dollars on the military, but they have to. Uh, so what Trump should really do, and that's, you should know, why he was made president. That's what God expects him to do. You need to confront Iran and say, listen, I'm making a treaty with Israel. If you threaten them again, and certainly if you try to bomb them, I'm going to take you guys out. And that's the end of it. I guarantee you that would change the entire climate of the Middle East. But he doesn't do that, you see. So I believe what God is doing is very simple. And that's why North Korea came out of nowhere last year. Uh, you don't understand what an existential threat is. So God says, you don't understand what that is. I'm going to show you what an existential threat is. And of course, out of nowhere came North Korea. That threatened them for what? Half a year, whatever. And now, of course, he's backtracking because Trump finally stood up to him. Uh, what Trump should do is the same idea. He should confront Iran and say, listen, I'm going to make a treaty with Israel because Israel deserves a treaty with the U.S., you see. I mean, just, just the concept of fairness and righteousness demands that. Uh, you threaten them again, or you, of course, if you do something, I'm going to take you guys out. And that'll stop all the threats. And then Israel can go back to doing what they want to do, to, to have a nation that prospers and has prosperity. I believe that the reason why, one of the main reasons why Trump is gain, getting so much, so much tremendous amount of, uh, of uh, resistance toward administration and so much persecution is it's a punishment from God. Very simple. Because God is saying to the guy, listen, you know, what are you doing? I put you in place miraculously, right? Not only just to make America great, but the whole concept is also to make Israel great. Because the time is getting close for the Mashiach, the Messianic era. You're not doing that. So therefore, <coughs> I have to wake you up. And the way he's waking it up is midah connected midah, measure for measure. You're allowing Iran to constantly threaten Israel, okay? Then guess what? I'm going to threaten you. You're allowing Iran to constantly persecute Israel, right, militarily and so on. Guess what? I'm going to bring out a force that will threaten your entire stability, your entire legal ability to be president of the United States. And all of a sudden, besides Robert Mueller, out comes this guy Michael Cohen, and, and, he, and, and they want to take all his documents, you know, and who knows what the Trump spoke with Cohen, it was his lawyer. You see, why is this happening? This isn't caused by these guys, the, the, the lawyers. This is a kid room. This is a prosecution against him. And he has to realize what is happening. What he needs to do is step up to the plate and defend righteousness. That doesn't mean he has to be a police to every nation. That's, really, that's impossible. Uh, we're not talking about that, you see. We're talking about once a country steps out of its boundaries and threatens the stability and the peace of other neighboring countries, then you go and wipe them out, and that's the end of the story. You see, that's the difference. And we're not even talking, and, and when you think about Iran, what it's doing uh, in terms of threatening the whole Middle East, uh, because if Iran does build something nuclear, then everybody in the Middle East was gonna go, go nuclear, right? Could you imagine all these guys having the bomb? You know, 
it'll be the most, one of the most dangerous places in, in the world. That's what happens if it becomes nuclear. Because everybody has, they have, people have money to buy nuclear weapons, hydrogen bombs. Uh, that's, I feel, why he's being threatened daily. And God is, because it's all ketrugim, it's all prosecutions of what he's not doing correctly. What he should do is forget about Macron, these jokers, forget about Europe, because all they see is cash. You see, he should say, listen, you know, you are threatening a, one of the major contributors to world, uh, world peace, world culture, and so on, you know. This is not, I don't care what you guys think, this cannot be. Therefore, I'm going to make a treaty with Israel. Not that Israel can't defend itself, but the mere threat that America is now bound with Israel to defend it against Iran will automatically end the entire threat of Iran. Because it's one thing to confront Israel in their delusions. It's another thing to threaten America. That's what he should do. Uh, so he should take out Iran or confront Iran the way he just, the exact same way he confronted North Korea. There's no difference because you guys are destroying the world and I will not allow it, right? And the second thing is you guys want to threaten Eretz Israel, Israel, I will not allow that either, you see. And that's what he should do. If he does that, I believe all these threats will disappear. So, if anybody out there knows him, tell him. Because I'm sure he's going crazy with what's happening legally. Because there's an old peace deal. The what? There's an old treaty with Obama, so it's not easy just to <coughs> rip it up. He has to deal with the whole America. No, no, no. That, so, good. So, May, I think well, May. No, no, May. No, no. It's, it's not a matter of rules. On May 12th, he has to recertify legally. Right. If he doesn't recertify, it's over. In fact, you could destroy Iran in one shot. Because, the, first of all, their currency is already worth half less. Iran is dying economically. If he puts in, and they're deathly afraid of the sanctions. If he puts in sanctions and cuts them out of the world banking system, they're dead. And what will happen is, is that the people will rise against them. They'll start a revolution, and that's the end of the mullahs, the, the, all, these, all these clerics and so on. But he has to do it and not be convinced or influenced by Macron or any of the Europeans. <clears throat> because all they see is green. You see. Fine. So he'll do it then. First of all, whatever he's. But the truth is, I want to tell you something. What Obama did with Iran is not legal. It's a treaty between a president. It was never ratified by the Congress. Uh, whatever. We have to convince them about that. Convince who? We, we know it's not legal, but officially it's through Congress of things. So it has to go. You know, he has to play the game. He could confront them. He said, "Listen, you know, what does it have to?" What? <clears throat> You know, if somebody comes up to your house, you know, he's coming to somebody's house with a gun, you know, so what are you going to do? You have to get a lawyer, right? You stop the guy, you put a bullet in him, and you're at the end of it. You don't wait. Uh, every day, what the world doesn't understand is the death of a single soul is a tragedy beyond comprehension. You know, that, that's what it is. Because of Iran, people die every day. You see? A tragedy isn't when millions of people die only. A, a single soul, whether it be Jew or guy, dies before its time. That is an incredible tragedy. Because that, that, that's the value of life. Even if the person's not Jewish, it doesn't make a difference. You see? So every day people are dying because of Iran. 
there's no question about that uh, because they support Hezbollah they support Hamas right uh, they are destroying Iraq right Lebanon right Syria every day people die for what you, you think the guy who's about to be killed cares if it's legal or not right ask him oh by the way we, is it okay if we wait a while while, while they put a bullet to your brain <laughs> you think he cares Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, it's okay, let him kill me because, you know, you got to go through the legal process. Excuse me, uh, would anybody care? It, it, it's, it's ludicrous. It's a joke. Uh, because the world doesn't care about life. There's no concept of the sanctity of life or the value of life, you see. Because it's a joke, you know. Uh, thousands of people, uh, you know, why do they allow, allow uh, uh, what do you call it, Bashar Assad to do what he does? It's half a million people dead. Uh, you know, it, it's beyond belief what the world allows to go on, you see. But Trump is able to stop that, you know. And he can just dismiss everybody and say, listen, you know, I'm for righteousness. This, this can't go on, you know. And like I brought this story, Rabban, you know. You must do it because you can. That's why God has given America such unbelievable supremacy, military supremacy. Somebody's got to be a policeman on the block. It doesn't mean they have to do it to every nation, uh, you know, but there are nations that are out of hand. They're destroying the stability of the world. And I believe that's one of the main reasons why God is punishing Trump with constant threats to his ability to be president. And I'm sure it's hard for him to sleep at night, you know. He doesn't know what's going on. It, you know, even, even lawyers don't want to work for the guy anymore because they're all afraid that they will be sued by the DOJ. The of justice it's like a it's like a what do you call it uh, uh, it's like a uh, what do you call it uh, it's a field day it's, it's incredible what's going on out there you know and so on uh, he should wise up and stop the enormous threat that is going on with Iran and it's not just Iran he should stop with the threat of Hamas and say listen you guys got a problem you got Gaza what do you want from Israel leave him alone because you believe that it's occupied territory? What occupied territory? You know, why don't you check international law and find out there is no such thing as occupied territory. You see, occupied territory means this. If there's a state and you take over that state, you are in occupied territory because that was a legal state. There's no such thing as a legal state of Arabs before. What occupied? You see, the whole thing is a sham. And the whole thing is shek of a chozov. <clears throat> Just check out international law. But nobody cares. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I believe that's what God is saying to Trump. Hey, you can. So you need to do this. You need to stop this. And that's the end of it. Because Iran is threatening tremendous amount of world stability. <clears throat> and the same thing with Hamas and same thing with Hezbollah. I mean, America has no problem with these things. They could take them out in 15 minutes if they really wanted to. So then why are they allowing this to be? You see, they will suffer greatly. You, you should know that. America, the whole world will suffer enormously because they don't stop the evil. They don't stop the death every day of who knows how many people die. That's all. I think that if he really wisened up and he said, Kesson's right, I got to stop these guys. Forget about all the bribes. I think all these Mueller, all these legal attacks, you know, I think would stop and that would be it okay anyway that's that's uh
That's the third mistake of Donald Trump. And I think if he just did, like I said, if he stopped it, all this would go away. And it's, all of this is, is a tremendous prosecution against him. And he has to understand the reason why he's a president of the United States through a miracle, now everybody knows it's miraculous, right? Is in order to defend justice and to defend the state of Israel, the Jewish people. Okay. What do you think about the fact that the, of the, the American public is still skeptical about war because of Iraq and how Iraq fiasco well here's the problem I mean I'm not a military guy I'm not a general and so on and so forth but I don't understand what the problem is you know you know you just tell Iran if you don't stop I give you one week to stop if you don't stop I take you out that's all forget about soldiers well America needs soldiers there you destroy the entire infrastructure of Iran you send them back to the cavemen that's what happens you know You'll set them back 300, 400 years in terms of civilization, you know? And Bush you don't even have. A, a, a Iraq, an ultimatum, and, and, and everything. Bush, I don't even want to comment on that man. You know, he's one of the, he was one of the worst things that happened to the state of Israel is Bush, and so on. The man was a, a wimp, because none of these people can confront evil. And you should know that's why evil wins, because the good hesitates, and evil never does. You know exactly what they want. And they do it. But good people, they always hesitate. Who's the one who said that? Lord Harrington? You know, evil, nothing more has to be done for evil to prosper than for the good to do nothing. And he's right. The only way to stop evil is to destroy it while it's trying to do its evil. Once you let them go, it's over with. That's a mistake. What's his name? Uh, Chamberlain. Right? England? Yeah. What's his name? Chamberlain, Chamberlain, right? Neville Chamberlain. That's a mistake he made. Foolish man. You know, he said, peace in our time, yeah. What he really meant was pieces in our time. And, and, you know, uh, you know any, any, any individual had a, half a brain on his head, could have taken one look at this, one look at this guy, Hitler, and immediately known, this guy means business. He means to destroy everybody, you know? So what, what's he talking about? You know, I'm, you, know, you know what our problem is? Our problem is this. We look at politicians as larger than life. Right? Like, for somehow, these guys are godlike individuals, and they're omniscient. They know everything, you know? Meanwhile, half of them are idiots, you know? You know, at least a quarter of them are incompetents. And the other quarter, right, is mediocre. That's basically what, that's the people who rule the world, you know? And it's amazing that a democracy will vote these guys in. You see? How many real talented guys are there in the, in the governments? Very few, you think about that. You ever read the, what the, the legislature that these guys bring out? You gotta laugh at this. And these guys are running your life. You know, you can't ignore them, they're running your life, you know? <clears throat> it's just incredible, you know? <laughs> it's like, I, I, I just uh, read that uh, um, one of the, I think the Judi Senate Judiciary Committee, they, I think they, they're taking the vote or they voted or whatever, that they want to grant Robert Mueller immunity. Excuse me, how could you, one, you know, how could you grant, they want to pass a law? That's idiocy, because the Constitution says there are three branches of government, right? And he can fire anybody he wants in the, in the Department of Justice, you know? Of course he can fire Mueller, you know? So how can Congress say to, to Trump, you don't have the constitutional right to fire anybody? They can't even make a law. It's unconstitutional. It's beyond belief. Yet, most of these guys are lawyers. And that's what they want to do, protect Mueller. 
you know, it's like, it's like, what can I say? These guys are just beyond belief. And that's our problem. We think that they're greater than life. They're all wise, all knowing. You see? <laughs> they never make mistakes. It's unbelievable. But anyway, that's what he should do. And as long as he doesn't do it, I believe God's going to go after him. And the real danger to all of this, which I'm afraid of, is that the ultimate punishment to Trump is that they will find something against him to impeach him. But the way they do that is that God will allow the Congress to become democratic. He is facing a terrible uh, you know, um, event, and that is the, the elections in November. You know, If he loses the House and he loses the Senate, he's cooked. Because not only he can't do anything, but they will try to impeach him. And, I, and, and, and my fear is that if he continues in this manner, not to defend what is right, then God will take the whole house away from him. And then he's finished. That's a fear, you know. Because he's not immune to uh, punishment. You know, even if he's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, he's designated by the Bansham to, uh, to uh, you know, to make America great, but certainly to, to help Israel and protect it from its enemies. He's not immune to punishment. You never know what the Bansham does. The Bansham has many messengers. It's called Shluchim that he can help Israel. It's not a big deal for the Bansham to do that. Right now, he's the assigned guy. I hope he doesn't lose the assignment by making this terrible mistake. Okay. Any other questions? Why would Democrats want Pence as a president? Why would one who? Democrats want Pence as a president. If they impeach Trump, then Pence... Uh, yeah, because they probably feel they can work with Pence much better. Than, well, well, Pence is much easier to work with. He's a nice guy. Not that Trump isn't, but, you know, Pence doesn't come across as defiant. You know, uh, you know, I got a bigger button. I mean, who says that? We gotta say that, you know? With North Korea, you're my button, I got a bigger button. I mean, Trump is, has a tremendous capacity for defiance, which is very good. And I think Pence is more malleable, you know, you can shape him better. That's what they probably think. into submission because of the impeachment. <clears throat> well, they impeach him. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, because now that the Congress, if Congress goes, uh, the House of Representatives go uh, uh, Democratic, they're going to impeach him on anything, you know. You know, we don't like the fact that you just brought in toilet paper in the White House that doesn't hold up. You know, we're going to impeach you. I mean, they'll do it on anything. It's incredible. These guys will do, you know, they'll, on anything, you know. Uh, but I, I, you know, it's a, it's a fear. You know, I mean, the Russian waits a certain amount of time. And God is infinite. He has infinite ways to accomplish whatever he wants to do. Right now, Trump is a select, you know. And if he doesn't get his act together, you never know. The Russian would take him out. For the Russian, it's, it's like nothing, you see. And he has to understand. Okay. Now that I let off steam. What got me into this is because of Macron. Because that idiot wants to convince Trump that he should back off on Iran. Yeah, you can have more strict things, but because Macron just looks at the dollar bills, you see? He's not looking at the guy who dropped dead, who was murdered, you know? One man murdered because of Iran's um, contribution is already an unbelievable tragedy. That's the problem. Nobody values human life. You know, of course they say they do, but they don't understand the death of one person Right? 
is an unbelievable tragedy in the world, you see. Whether it's a person is Jewish or not Jewish, but a person Jewish, then we cannot begin to comprehend the tragedy because that person is a Mesakein. He can rectify creation. And uh, for what? For dollar bills? Beyond belief.